All right. Hello and welcome everybody to the Beards and Bros podcast. You know, we had a good run, Jude. And then we huh, friends. <laughs> or we're, we're yeah. Yeah, we had a good run. We had a good run. Uh Joe is no longer with no, 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 no Joe. Joe's Joe's still with us. Joe's still with us. R.I.P. Um, Joe. He's, he's doing a little yeah. Um through the Sammy Sosa. Right. You know. Um no, Joe. Joe's doing his little ballerina stuff. Yeah, he got stuck at some practice for a recital, so uh, hopefully he can join us. But if not, we will we will carry the torch here, uh, as as we have done in the past, and we'll uh, we'll get this done. So yeah, um, yeah. You know, before we kind of get started about the subject and everything, I just wanted to kind of let everybody know. First off, if you're listening, share, um, get it out there, put it on Facebook, let your friends know. Also. Don't forget if to, you're watching, we're sorry. If you're watching, we're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what you're stuck with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to look at this kind of beauty for this long, but it's just you're just gonna have to deal with it. So. <laughs> Ladies, I'm sorry. I'm married. I apologize. I'm yeah. My wife will kill me and you. Uh, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, just make sure you share yep, us. Says. <laughs> listen to us on all the places that you can listen to us, Spotify, Apple or Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio and all those interesting places um one other thing too is that this past week i actually co-hosted uh i was well, i guess i'm more of a guest not really the co-host i guess i was a guest on the attic talks podcast that's run by um our friend uh zach huey and uh, we talked about football he's a Bengals fan um and obviously i'm, I'm a Steelers fan I, it was hard um uh, but we we stayed civil and um I, I think it was pretty good he does like an hour-long thing he cuts it up in a, in you know basically in two and then uh you know, releases them and they should be coming out probably the next few days. And when they do, I will share it on our page so that, uh, you know, everybody can take a listen and, and, uh, and hear us and what we talked about. And, uh, it was fun. It was fun to talk football, uh, this early, you know, we're, we're coming around the corner to mini camps and stuff and training camp. And, you know, I'm excited about there it. There are, there are a lot of people out there in the sports world that think that the Steelers are going to be the silent team this year. I could see that. Like they're yeah. going to be a lot better than what people are giving them credit for, mm-hmm. and uh, I tend to agree. They yeah. did a lot in free agency. They did. They got a lot of really good veteran players, and uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, I think they're going to be a sleeper team this year. Yeah, they shored up the line, and we, you know, we were talking about picks and stuff, and you know, I won't give away what I said, but uh, you know, because you have to listen. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you have to listen to it. Yeah, right. again, uh, just a shout out to uh, Zach Huey and the Attic Talks podcast. Check it out; it is on Spotify, uh, and you can take a listen to it there. Um, but as soon as that gets out, I will uh, I will share it, and uh, and I asked him to come on ours, and he is willing to do so. So uh, once we have a good subject, we'll I'll reach out to him, let him know, and then we'll we'll get it going. We already have a good subject. Why the Steelers are better than the Bengals? <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, that sounds good to me. It's very obvious, though. I feel, <laughs> although, yeah, at the moment they're pretty solid. So it's it's going to be a tough division, I think. But uh, it'll be fun to watch. We'll see. We'll yeah. See. Yeah. Yeah. This is the Beards and Bros podcast. On behalf of Jew, Joe, and myself, Tim, enjoy the episode. Today's episode for the Beards and Bros podcast. Um, for us. For us. Uh, it is, it, it is, we are not this, but we are going to talk about one hit wonders because there have been so many in the years uh, that we have been alive and then before that as well. Um, they're kind of magical in a sense. And also there's a curiosity to it. Like you, and there's things that you can, I don't like there's songs that I've gone through and I'm just like, Oh my God, I forgot about that song. You know, <laughs> you know what I have, I have the list of the top 100 uh-huh. one hit wonders. And it like some of them I'm like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Remember that. And then there's someone here. I'm like, wow, they had more than one hit, though. Like, yeah, yeah, I've come across I a few of those think. myself. Yeah, yeah. So weird, weird. I I had looked at two different things. I actually pulled one up that was on USA Today, um, and it's like the top twenty. 
Uh, the biggest one hit wonders of all time is what they're calling it. And then for fun, because who doesn't like Wikipedia? <laughs> I went there and there's a breakdown of every, like basically like the fifties, the sixties, the seventies, every decade and what's considered their one hit wonders in there. So, um, you know, I'll probably just kind of go over a couple of those too, while we're talking about it and, you know, just uh, see what we recognize and what we don't. Cause like, I can tell you like in the fifties, there's a lot that I don't recognize. Um, and then there's mm -hmm. some pretty big ones that, you know, if you don't know it, it's probably because you're not old enough to. <laughs> yeah. The, the V the VH one top 100 that I'm looking at the, the latest one I have here is 1974. Mm. Um, there's a 19. Yeah. 1974 is the oldest. Um, wow. Yeah. There's a lot on here that I, oh, 1973. Um, what? Oh, wow. Okay, so I thought The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia was Reba McIntyre, um, but it wasn't. Uh oh It was 1973 by Vicki Lawrence. Spoiler alert. Vicki Lawrence? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Hold wow. on, let me click on this bad boy here real quick. Let me see if that is Vicky Lawrence. Like like Mama's house. Wow. Let's okay. Wikipedia. Let's Wikipedia this. <laughs> this can't be the same Vicky Lawrence. I mean, I can see know. that. You know, I mean a lot yeah, of actors and actually, actresses. It is. It is. It's, it's mama. It's mama. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that she was the person who sang. The night the lights went out in Georgia. Huh. Yeah. Well, there See, you go. educational as well. <laughs> yeah, we're we're learning you and ourselves because we obviously neither. Yeah, because we didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was Reba McIntyre. Like I saw, all I saw was the song title and went and it said the night the lights went out in Georgia. I'm like, okay, hold up, Reba is not a one wonder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the, the list that you're on is a VH1 list, right? So yes. I'm going to be curious to see how many overlap on this USA Today. But now, obviously, you did, I think, 50. This one's only the 20 biggest ones. But I'm curious to see mm -hmm. if there's any that kind of, you know, that match up. The first one on here, and this one, first off, it's funny because of the name of the artist, because you'll laugh when you hear it. Um, but the name of the song, I remember the song, which is not like it was. I, I, can't, I didn't realize it was a hit, per se. Um, but the song okay. is called One More Try, and it was by Timmy T. So by Timmy T. One Timmy hit T. Try. Let me see where that's yeah. that on here. He was uh, it was number one, and it stayed on the Billboard Hot the 100 chart, uh, Hot 100 chart for 25 weeks. Um, so what is that? What is that ranked at? It was number 20 on their list. Now I think what they're doing is basing it off of how many weeks that they were hot for. So. They were on the top 40 for 16, top 100 for 25. Um, but yeah, it's one more try. It's not even on here. You know, do you remember that song? I do. Yeah. One more I try. I thought one more try. What? I love you. You know? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I remember the song. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's not even on here. <laughs> I totally no, forgot about him. It's not so. even on the list. Yeah. Number 20 on here is thomas dolby she blinded me with science Ooh, that's a good one that's a good one right that's a straight right. 80s tune man that's a straight 80s tune <laughs> uh that is 1983 yeah yeah she blinded me with science was number 20 hmm. <laughs> so you know so a friend of mine a friend of mine is a dj uh shout out to skitty yeah. Um, and he does music trivia. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of times where like I'll know the name of the song, but the artist, right? Not even a clue. Like that's one of them. Like she blinded me with science. I thought that was sang by the cars. Nope. Thomas Dolby. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was so like the 80s, like some of those bands, like Crowded House and like some of those other guys, they all had a very unique sound to them, but a lot of them sounded alike so i could see like to alike, me right, i thought right. maybe to be in crowded house because he's got that very unique voice to him but um yeah yeah, right, yeah. yeah. 
that's a, that is a good one. <laughs> um, number 19 on this one is another one from 1983. Uh, entered the charts in July 2nd and left on October 15th. Maniac by Michael Sambello. Um, and yes, it's the one you think of. You know, she's a maniac, maniac on the run for flash so dance. You know, that. <laughs> Holy shit, it's not on here either. Oh my goodness. Oh, yes, it is. Michael Sabello Maniac is ranked number 72. Okay. Well, on hey, the VH1 it made, one hit wonders. It made the VH1 list. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, number 72, though. So on the VH1 list, <laughs> number 19 is Iron Butterfly with Inagata Davida. Wow. You know what, too? That's a really great song. Like it is. Totally trippy. It is a really great song. Like some of these are good songs and they just, you remember them and you're like, Oh, I remember that song, but that's actually a really good song. And you think of it though, like whenever you're thinking of one hit wonders and you're thinking of the songs, you think of these songs and they're like iconic to like our generation or, you know, yeah. the eighties or whatever. Um, And you're like, wow, they came up with that banger, but they couldn't come up with anything else. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, they come up with that, like they put it all in the pot and just like, you yep. know, got that one really great song and then like shit the bed after. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but yeah. Uh, let me pick one off here. I'll go number 18 on my list here. All right. Um, so we're number 18 on the VH1 top greatest one hit wonders is Sinead O'Connor. Mm. nothing compares to you excellent song um always surprising to me that she was kind of one hit wonderish but she screwed herself especially in the u.s now yeah. in in europe i'm sure it was different but she did that whole there was that whole thing about singing the national anthem or something and then she made a big deal about it was and, it there, that shit about the pope then too yeah there was that too yeah it was just a big like mess she, did, she, yeah. she hosed herself <laughs> um but that was another That's one. That's what drugs those, will do, folks. Okay. Right, right. But another one of those like really great songs. So, like for that point in time, I, yeah. you know, everybody was like, oh, that's a really good song. And, and then, you know, yeah. She, that's why she caused her own one hit wonder issue. <laughs> yeah. That's a self inflicted one. Exactly. Hit wonder. <laughs> um, my number 18, uh, you'll enjoy this because I know you're going to remember this. This is from our time in high school. Um, it was, Ooh. uh, it was the I'm too sexy from right said Fred. Uh, <laughs> it didn't did last see a that on here. ton. It didn't last a super long time, but it was, uh, it was one of those just you weird said, catchy I'm too songs. Sexy? I'm too sexy. Yeah. I'm too sexy is number four. Wow. On VH1. They're on the VH1. They're reaching. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He came out, he came out with a new band years ago yeah and came out with a new song and it basically was i'm too sexy too oh well and it's oh <laughs> oh my god oh like you should have just stayed too sexy one right uh, <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yeah you got to wonder how much money they made off of these at the time, you know, because at that, most of these are now like, we're not, we haven't even hit a song now that would be considered a one hit wonder where you don't sell records, you don't sell singles, you know, it's downloads or, or things like that, you know? So working in radio, um, everybody, like all these one hit wonders and everything, unless they were really, really, really stupid. Mm-hmm. They're still making money every time one of these songs hits oh, the radio. Yeah, they get royalties and stuff. You know, right? Or or like in a movie or television series mm -hmm. or and that's the thing with these though, is they're so they're so recognizable and so much of a cult following. Because one hit wonders have cult followings. Yes. You know, like there's there's people out there probably thinking to themselves right now, like, oh my god, I love right said Fred. <laughs> they have that one song. Yeah. They have any other songs? No, mm, I don't you know. <laughs> but they have that cult following that you know. I'm too sexy. I I would be interested in seeing how many movies have used just that one song or television series. You know, 
um because they're absolutely making money off of that song today yeah uh that's crazy yeah yeah oh yeah they're still performing yeah <laughs> right so, said fred yeah oh yeah yeah there's a it's picture gotta be of overseas though. yeah here's the thing you know these guys are from england so they had one song that hit here they could still be huge in england you know where you know well look at david hasselhoff yeah he's massive in david hasselhoff germany. in germany is like a god he's like <laughs> elton john in yeah. germany you know over here we're like oh he drove a car you know over there they're like oh my god his musical genius <laughs> it's david hasselhoff okay did you see him eat a cheeseburger okay right, right. No. <laughs> for all the kids out there don't know what that is look it know. up yeah <laughs> look it up david hasselhoff cheeseburger it's, it's gold um yeah all right. who's who's your 17 i'm curious so 17 for me is twisted sister we're oh. not gonna take it i see this is one of those ones that i feel like there was because what there was a second song from twisted sister it wasn't just we're not gonna take it i want to rock i think it was i want to rock yeah yep. that was a bit another big one i thought um but they're know. probably looking at like back then it would have been record sales or singles or plays yeah i know whenever like like i said I, I i've been in radio i've worked in radio it would be number of plays so if it wasn't played a lot on radio it just didn't get notoriety you know yeah. it, it's twisted sister to me is just another is kind of like kiss because you know twisted sister's known for their you know they oh they dressed up like girls or they had makeup on or whatever right um, kiss the same way you know and, and people rag on me for it uh oh um what'd you say uh oh for <laughs> i just heard something crash in my kitchen it's oh. it's my wife's cooking something is everybody um, okay <laughs> but everybody's okay honey you okay <laughs> yep she's okay okay i just okay. heard a bang in there i didn't know what was going on um but like twisted sister it's that, you know, what's going to sell, like, Kiss with the makeup. Um, and like I said, whenever we've done, go back and listen to our previous episodes um, where we were talking about, you know, overrated, underrated bands. Kiss, to me, is just severely overrated. Yeah. Um, but so, Twisted Sisters kind of the same thing, just not, you know, as well known. So this song hit number 68 in the Billboard Hot 100 it's funny because now it shows this is this came out in 84 in peak mm -hmm. positions it's showing like for you know i'm again this is wikipedia so we got to take it for what it you know what it's worth but um australia was number 43 canada 44 new zealand 10 norway 5 south africa loved it it was 3 uh <laughs> sweden <laughs> 10 uk it was 93 and then uh the us it was 68 and then for the mainstream rock billboard one it was 35 so i don't know i mean i don't i guess if it's not like maybe top 10 maybe they're not considering it one hit wonder but i don't know i, I felt yeah. like it was a pretty decent song i think it was it was a pretty decent song for the time yeah you know um that was during that whole you know the 80s early 80s where you know it was a transition in music. They were kind of because you were getting ready for punk. Yeah. Right. You know, so um, that whole. Plus with Twisted Sister, I mean, with them kind of with the way they dressed and everything like that, it was different, you know, mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, mine is another one of those big songs that uh you you have to think okay what did this band actually have more hits but there's some like weird things that happened in this band so more than words extreme i remember when the song hit just the two brothers or more than two words extreme i did see that here i love that song too yeah um let's see where they are at she's coming at you with a bowl do you watch out <laughs> oh. hey thanks <laughs> um so more than words extreme huh it's 
What's that? Wasn't he in Van Halen for a while? Yes. Yeah. He was in yeah. Van Halen. Um, look at my wife throwing down the knowledge. <laughs> um, I don't think it's on here. Wow. That was a good song. Because Extreme had other songs, though. I don't consider Extreme a... One-hit wonder? Um, One-hit wonder. No, they had only... other, other songs. I can only remember... Nope, they're not one on the list. One. Yeah, the other the other one I don't even know the name of it. I can hear the like the the guitar of the song. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, hole yep. in my heart. Yeah, I don't. I just I don't consider them one hit wonder, and they're not even on this list either. So yeah. Oh, this that next was, one's gonna hurt you, buddy. They, uh, before you get to it, they so they recorded this one as a ballad acoustic love ballad basically because they were known more for their rock music and that was the big mm -hmm. hit that they had <laughs> so. yeah 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 all right what's the next one number 16 on here is sugar hill gang rapper's delight i mean that's it's true i don't know any other music from the sugar hill gang i mean that, that makes sense to me neither do i know but they kind of kicked it they off sugar man. hill gang yeah. rapper's delight yeah they got they started the game <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah probably one of the most important one hit wonders of all time not not just a a good one but one of the most important you know right right yeah that's nuts sugar hill gang what year was that 70 something right? that was 1980 808 oh, yeah. i feel like it was in yeah, the 70s okay i thought it was too <laughs> i think it's because it has that grainy video <laughs> resemblance of a yes. 70s type yeah right well, right but I mean, it's got 19... that resemblance of a 70s type song yeah i mean in 1982 i mean you're just coming out of the 70s so the 80s really haven't hit yet with their that style yet you know the, the style of the 80s so i, I guess right, that makes right. sense so what do you got for number 16 um so this one is one of those songs that once it's in your head it gets stuck uh, this one actually it came entered the charts in October of '82 and then left in '83, but it is Mickey by Tony Basil. You know, oh Mickey, you're so fine. So, so fine. that oh, my, my, hey, Mickey. <laughs> is number five. Oh, on the VH1 Top 100 Greatest One Hit Wonders. Yeah, it's number five. Yeah, I could see that. Wow, I could see that though. Yeah, that was so a pretty I, big it song. Was, it was a big song. I would I it was 19 yeah 1982 um yeah it was I think it's it's higher ranked on here just because of the popularity of it um because it's still played today you can still oh, hear yeah. it you know yeah so and most yeah. kids know it even though it's older you know not older older but older to them kids <laughs> right kids these days yeah <laughs> Um, yeah. By the way, she is actually a a multiple Emmy and Grammy nominee, choreographer, actor, director, dancer, and was named a living legend of hip hop. What? <laughs> In two thousand eight? Are we sure? <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Um, Mickey was hailed by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as one of the most groundbreaking singles of the eighties, which I completely agree with. I agree. Uh, but it was yeah. her only smash hit recording. So hmm. you're up. Already. Sir. What do you got? One that I've never heard of. All right. <laughs> Throw it at me. Let's Although see. it might be something that I've heard and just don't recognize it. It is question mark in the Mysterians with 96 tears. <laughs> Oh, we never heard of it. I feel like I know it. It's from 19. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's from 1997. We should know this one. <laughs> I feel like I know it. Yeah. I mean, the sound. I have the, never heard of it. I'm, I'm, I know I can't play it, but I'm looking for it. <laughs> but yes, I, I see it now listening. You'll know it when you hear it. 
Yeah. Because the song itself, you know, too many teardrops, 96 tears. You trust me, YouTube it. You'll know it because it sounds I'll like it should be it. from the 60s, but it was actually made in the 90s. <laughs> huh. Yeah. All righty. I'm telling you, yeah, listen to it. Most people, if they have listened to it, they would know. But oh, no, wait. No. Yeah. That doesn't look right. Hold on. This is a song from the 60s. You should see the video for this. This is definitely a song from like the 60s. Easy. I don't know why they have. Maybe yeah, that's says a... 1997. So 1966 is what it's telling me. It says 96 Tears is a song recorded by the American garage band question mark and the Mysterians in 1966. Uh, hmm. It was number one in October, in the Billboard top 100. And that's from, well, again, Wikipedia, but still. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, this says 1997. Yeah. YouTube it, you'll see the video and you'll be like, oh yeah, that's definitely 60s. Because they got like yeah. those Beatles haircuts with the the bob, you know, it's uh yeah. But you'll right. if you hear it, you'll know it. Cool. All right. So the it's funny because the next few actually a lot of the remaining songs on my list are actually from the 2000s, which is strange to me. Um, this one is gonna be one that you'll know. Um, it's a rap song. There was an artist called Mims. This is why I'm hot. You know, this is why, this is uh, why, this is why I'm hot. Right. <laughs> um, Let's see where that's at here. Um... <laughs> they call it a memorably minimalist chest bump anthem. Not even on here. No, not surprised. Nope. Nope. Not even on here. It was on the charts from March of 2007 to June of 2007. All righty. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, it. not even on the list here. Yeah, this is um, this is a strange turn for me with hip hop. Like at this point, things started kind of going awry for me. <laughs> I wasn't into it as much yeah. as I used to be. And uh, this is right. one of those songs that I was like, okay, this one's not too bad. And it, it was straight up one hit wonder. But uh, yeah. Yeah. What do you got? All What's right. Next? Number 14, I have D Light. Groove is in the heart. I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> I always feel like I should be roller skating. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that one very vividly. It would be at uh be played at skateland mm -hmm. back in johnstown used to play it <laughs> um so yeah yeah I, I absolutely remember that and i agree i don't remember any other songs by d light at all i couldn't tell you one <laughs> uh, and again it's like it's that iconic people know it yeah. like when you hear it you're like oh i know i, I remember this i can yes. remember the the video and you know and yeah there yeah. are two versions of that song by the way there's the version where they lead there out q-tip yes. And he's not mm -hmm. in it. And then the, the, then the next version where, because Q-Tip kind of does a rap in it. And I think they were trying to appease the two different, you know, groups. Uh, but yeah. Right. Yeah. That was, that was a great well, song. I did enjoy that song. Yeah. I could, yeah, I could yeah. see that. Yeah. So what yeah, do you got at 14? So this is an, again, another one in the two thousands, the early two thousands, this one you'll know. Um, but uh, again, this is another one where I'm like, w was it really a, this band a one hit wonder because I feel like they have their original song was came out and what put them on the the scene, um, and then this one blew them up. But Butterfly by Crazy Town. Butterfly by Crazy Town. Yeah. I let's see here. Um. So they had not another, on this list. They had another song called Toxic, and that was the song that kind of broke them a little. And it must right. not have been as big. Um, but I remember when Butterfly hit, it was huge. It was huge. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, it's not on this list. Yeah. And then like uh those the two guys that were in it, 
clearly the the lead singer who was like the blonde guy with the spiky hair and then the guitarist Mm -hmm. clearly struggled with addiction (laughs) oh yeah yeah and that was like they're pretty much their downfalls i don't believe i don't i don't i want to say one of them passed away but the the lead singer was known as shifty shell shock because why not uh (laughs) why not right (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's right. I guess his real name, Seth Binzer, was not good enough. One hit wonder, right? Yeah, Yeah, that'll definitely make a one hit wonder. Yeah. Uh, Um. So this. So this song, real quick, was identified by the Federal Trade Commission, so the FTC, as an inappropriate for underage listeners. Didn't top the charts until a year and a half after it was released. Oh wow! Yeah. No. Little knowledge for you. Again, dropping that knowledge. (laughs) So the next one I have is number 13. And it is Van McCoy, The Hustle. Well, I mean, I know the song. Big disco song. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I wasn't a huge disco fan, obviously. I was like, you know, maybe four or (laughs) even then. (laughs) 1975. Yeah, I wasn't even born yet. (laughs) Nope. Nope. (laughs) Nope. That would be a big nope. Yeah. Um, And I don't even know if I ever really knew how to do the hustle. (laughs) Do you know how to do do the the actual hustle? hustle? (laughs) I do not know how to do the hustle. Look at me. Do you think I know how to do Come on. (laughs) Come on. Ask me if I know how to two-step and, you know, line dance. Yes. (laughs) Hustle? Dude, I don't know about your secret no. life. <laughs> yeah, I got that secret. Yeah, I'm into that secret life where I'm down at, you know, studio, whatever. And uh, I'm just, you know, breaking her down, buddy. <laughs> I, yeah. Wow. All right. My what next do you one, have for 13? Well, this one, I love it. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to read the caption that they put in here. And, and you'll know, you'll know it, you know. Um, so Darren Kenneth O'Brien, the Canadian reggae rapper who performed as Snow, uh, got into the Guinness World uh, Work of World, will get into the Guinness Book of World Records for the song, named the biggest selling reggae song of all time. Subsequent record, uh, record recordings <laughs> failed to duplicate the success of Informer. Um, and since 2009, uh, when his longtime partner died of cancer, sorry to hear that, uh, he devoted himself to charities funding, uh, cancer research and helping residents of non-profit housing. So that's kind of cool, but the song was called Informer, yeah. you know, Informer, you know, some that I'm so may I can blame. I lick you boom, boom, damn. <laughs> you licky my what? <laughs> exactly. Um, it's not on, exactly. Yeah. What you just called me? Yeah. Um, it's not on this it's not on this list oh so i always yeah, wanted to see him list. and vanilla ice get into a fight <laughs> like which would come out the more prominent white rapper of the 90s oh yeah i i gotta go with vanilla ice i mean he he was a little i think it was a little harder because keep in mind this guy is from canada and all canadians are pretty polite yes <laughs> oh yeah yeah i'd punch you in the mouth and then get you a towel yeah right right <laughs> uh but yeah, yeah that was that was uh our my number 13 informer number 12 on here is sir mix a lot baby got back at number 12 i would have thought that would have been a little higher so I can tell you that it is on my list at number 10. That is the first okay. one that you've had okay. that is on my list. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's nuts. I, yeah, because Sir Mix-a-Lot really didn't have anything else so, uh, going for him. <laughs> pretty much, no. There was one song um, that he did that it was not popular because of the content, but it was called Put Him on the Glass, and you can only imagine what that means. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> that was on the late night videos that you weren't allowed to watch. <laughs> Squiggle vision. No. They were yes, because they were putting them on the glass. <laughs> hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. I remember watching that video at my friend Ryan's house because he had the 
he had the direct TV or was prime star, I think satellite at that point. And yeah, somehow he got yeah. that channel and we were watching all the videos and, you know, it was all the, all the, the, the parental advisory music and mostly like hardcore oh, yeah. rap yeah. kind of stuff. Cause you couldn't put that on, but that was one of the songs that came up and I was like, Oh, well, I mean, I knew what it meant, but uh, I was like, Oh, oh now we... <laughs> so, maybe got yeah. back and now I can see it. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he yeah. liked talking. He likes singing it or rapping about the the lady parts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, surprised he and never got to the big JJ. <laughs> what is what is the commercial that he just sang? Is um, oh, it was for a snack. Mm. It, it was for a snack food. I forget what it was, but he yeah, I was like, wow, Sir Mix a Lot's really hard up for hey, money. You you do what you got to um, do. You know, he worked with um presidents. Yeah, he worked uh, with the presidents of the United States of America, that band. They did like peaches, yeah. and, you know. So, yeah, he actually worked, he helped produce that record. <laughs> yeah, because they're all from Seattle or something. And I, I guess. Somebody, yeah, they're all from, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. What do you got at 12? I don't know what this song is. Uh, and I don't, uh, maybe I just, I have to YouTube it or something, but. So it is it is from an artist called D4L. Down for life is what it stands for. Uh Laffy Taffy. Came out in October of 2005 and lasted till March Isn't of 2006. That the, I, I, you know what? <laughs> I know this song. You do? <laughs> uh yeah, yeah, the Laffy Taffy song. I'm gonna have to Yes, YouTube. I actually know that song. Okay. You'll well, know it as soon as you hear it. See the dudes. You'll know it as soon as you hear it. Okay. See? Okay. Yeah. See, as soon as you hear it, you know it. And now yeah. it's stuck in your head. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz it's pretty repetitive, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. well there you go. There you go. They didn't they have literally one sentence this group <laughs> um oh, apparently really? it was initially created um as a smartphone ringtone before it came out as a signal so who knew they were just like hey Alrighty. let's get ourselves a really awesome just... ringtone and then it blew up <laughs> let's just go ahead and change my ringtone right now yeah. no no i'm not gonna do that all right so number 11 that i have which Hmm. Debbie Boone, you light up my life. Hmm. The name sounds familiar. The name sounds familiar. Here's my thing with that song. It's been covered by a bunch of people, though. I don't know. That if came I out in 1977. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she looks like she's from 1977. Great year. Legends were born that year. Okay. Everybody was so dramatic in the seventies. <laughs> and this this song is very dramatic. It, it it's you know. She looks like she's wearing a robe in the video. Uh, yeah, I mean, I recognize it, but it's not one that I would say I know the words to by any means. <laughs> right, right. I know you light up my life as part of the words, but I don't know any of the other words. <laughs> you, you are know? correct. You are correct. <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right. Uh my number eleven. So this one is a pretty pretty big one because it was it was on it was on one of the biggest soundtracks probably that came out um in the nineties. So this came out in ninety four, entered the charts in ninety four, hit ninety or left in ninety five in March. Um and it was uh Here Comes the Hot Stepper from Eni Kamosi. So Here, Here comes, comes the, the Hot, hot Stepper. <laughs> Uh, and I feel like it was on the Bad Boy soundtrack. I think you are correct. Um, it is not on here. Hmm. Nope. <laughs> nope, not on here. Well, that's crazy that like 
some of these songs that you think about, I mean, you're like, oh, yep, yep, that's a one-hit wonder. Yeah. And VH1 goes, mm-mm. So. <laughs> so a hot stepper was a Jamaican term for a fugitive from the law. Knowledge. Drop. Okay. Knowledge. <laughs> Knowledge. <laughs> Knowledge. Everybody getting learned today. <laughs> All righty. So number 10 I have on the VH1 100 greatest one hit wonders. I sound like I'm like selling this or something. Um, <laughs> is Nina with 99 Luft Balloons? Mm. Yes, and there I, are two I versions think... of that song as well because there's the German version and the English version. Oh, yeah, there, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. 99 Luft Balloons. Mm -hmm. Alrighty. <laughs> Would have yeah. never thought that, but okay. I, well, I mean, it was pretty big, you know, 99. Well, I don't know how to say it in German. Yeah, but I, just, I, think it's, I think it's ranked high. Because, like, there's some there's some in this list, and we'll go over it once we get past, like, number one. Like, ones that I think should be higher on the list that absolutely should be higher on the list that I think. Mm. Um that I'm like, wow, this this 99 loose balloons is ranked number 10, and I don't think it should be number 10, you know? So. <laughs> so my number 10 what is a, is a repeat. It's a repeat. It's it's uh, Baby Got Back. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. All right. So number nine for me is Gerardo with Rico Suave. Yes. Uh. Yeah, I don't know if I would say it was a great song, but it was a fun song. <laughs> yeah, and it was one of those ones that was overplayed, you know. Oh, it, yeah. It, it, was, it was played a lot. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> and, got the, you know, the little Mexican yeah, guys yeah. with the... Yeah. And he did some of it in yeah. English, and he did some of it in Spanish, which, you know, to me, it felt like that was... I'm, I wouldn't say it was one of the first, but it, it felt like more integration than it you than what you would normally hear than what you would normally get yeah, yeah. like yeah, you know the only one that like comes to mind and and this is horrible to say but like Feliz Navidad but it, you know that's the yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah man that's a big that's a I can visualize the the actual like I can see the video the video yeah, yeah. That weird like, they like in front of like a train yard or something like there that. There was that, and there was like they were standing on this like brick wall, and the camera was brick like wall. at an angle pointing up at them while they were dancing, right. and he, he had the like bandana on his head, and he's you know got the, the curlies in the back because it looked like not quite yeah. a mullet, but it was <laughs> it was a styled mullet. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, 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 yeah. Mexi a mullet. Rico. Um <laughs> Rico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah then what do you got really... for number nine there timmy so this is probably if i'm looking at this correctly um the most recent on this list anyway uh oh nope nope there's one there's one that is more recent um the number one will be more recent but this is the second uh recent one and it is by an artist known as Al City, and it's Fireflies. Um, Fireflies. If you heard it, you'd know it. If you don't know it, <laughs> oh yeah, I'd probably know it. Yeah. Um, that not on this list. Hmm. Yeah, not on the list. Yeah. Hmm. So, so this is uh this is one of those. This one's funny because okay so. Al City is the name of this guy, he, Adam Young's electronic pop project. Uh, he apparently doesn't care that he produced no successful follow-ups to this number one hit, telling song facts. I don't really care if people only know me for Fireflies. I just do my own thing. Which, good for him, you know? Is he good really for him. Is he hiding the pain um, that he didn't, <laughs> he didn't follow up <laughs> Here's here's my thing. It's like it's like I really don't care if I'm successful. You uh -huh. know? Yeah. What? That's like I... you know me making a me opening up a burger joint and I'm I'm like I'm gonna serve hot dogs at 
burger right? place. You know? why, why would I want to continue like, success? I don't, uh, I'm done. I, you know, <laughs> right. Everybody's going to be coming here for burgers and then I'm going to get them. They're going to get hot dogs, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> okay. I mean, look, if he really feels that way, I guess, congratulations. You know, he's not, he's not uh, conforming. If it works for you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But, uh, you know, if I became a number one artist, I think I'd want to repeat it. <laughs> right. Right. I think I want that twice. Yeah. Right. Um, all right. So number eight on my list is Aha. Take on me. Excellent song. That's another one of those like really great songs. And that's surprising. They only had the one. Honestly, I feel even yeah. though the song itself was good, I think what really pushed that was the video for it because it was groundbreaking video. Right. It was you never saw a video like that before. Yeah. Right. When it went from like well, it was a black and white video, but it went to like animation, like you know, draw just a drawing. And then it went to like the drawing. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's um yeah. they had a they had a TikTok filter, I think, that did that. Like you could like swipe it over and it, yeah. you know, people were playing the song and then they would, you know. <laughs> um, but but that is a pretty iconic song. So that's one of those I think mm-hmm. you know. It deserves the one hit wonder, you know. <laughs> it's the, right, you right. Know. Which surprises me that there, like a lot of these, surprise me in the in it that they were one hit wonders because, like, there there's some on here that are really good musicians. Yeah, and it, they've had really good music. Um, I think some of it might be, you know, just the time. Mm. You know, because you had so many other artists out there that these these musicians and these bands probably have really good music. You didn't hear it because of the Michael Jacksons, the Elton Johns, the Elvises, the Beatles. You know, you had all these other iconic bands that had a bigger name and a bigger cult following that, you know, Gerardo might have came out with another song other than Rico Suave that you just didn't hear about, you know, that was phenomenal just because Michael Jackson came out with beat it. Right. You know? Right. So I think that could be a reason why some of these are one hit wonders is because they had other good songs. Just, you never heard of it because Mm -hmm. they were playing other really good songs. So yeah. They didn't get to play. I mean, you know, (laughs) So, you know, because you were in radio, uh, you know, back in the day, they used to have a pay for play thing. Like, we'll give you money to play that song. Now you can't. Oh, we absolutely had that. Yeah. And now you can't do that. That's like, it's against the law. Like they, they're not supposed to to do that. The FCC came in and said, no, no. Right. Um, No, you like record labels and stuff like that. I, for people who don't know, uh, back in the nineties, I worked for a radio station called the mountain 96.5 um we were a country radio station um and we would absolutely get paid to play um the thing was was the fcc would give us a list and would say okay so between the hours of 3 p.m and 4 p.m you have to play our artist's song between that time yeah um if you don't or if we wouldn't we would get fined by the fcc um same thing with like commercials. They would pay for commercials. Like national broadcasting system um, would get commercials and send to us. This is when all of our commercials were on eight track tapes. If you don't know what an eight track tape is, look it up, kids. Yep. Um, and that was also whenever the funny thing is, is like I loved working in radio. Loved working in radio. Um, just there was no money in it, and there still isn't any money mm. in radio. Um, depending on who you worked for. Back then, I worked for a company called Day Media. Yeah. Um, you got to be syndicated. Yeah, you got to be syndicated to make money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you absolutely do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Day Media was a, one, was one of the largest um, conglomerates in radio. Mm-hmm. And um, then I think they got, be, they got bought out by um, not forever broadcasting. I think it was whoever the other one was. Um, and now it's all seven mountains media. Um, I think forever broadcasting is absolved into seven mountains media now. Mm. Um, 
but yeah, like I said, I work for Dame Media. Um, but yeah, we absolutely had pay to play. Um, and then you had these artists, like these artists that we're talking about today, um, that complained. And they were like, look, you know, my my record label doesn't have the money of Sony or, you know, Olympic or anything like that. Um, we don't have the money like that to to pay these radio stations to play our music. And the FCC agreed with them. And now it's you have to be fair with that. Yeah. So I it is hard for me to listen to radio anymore because it is so repetitive. Like it's and I get it. Like I understand the program, the program manager, you know, they they give them these lists of songs and they say, okay, play them. And then every hour and a half or so, they kind of start repeating themselves. Mm -hmm. But there's got to be more music out there that can be played in between there. And it there's I don't know it just drives me crazy when I listen to so, it. So, so a lot of radio nowadays isn't live, right? Um, like whenever when I was in radio, there was somebody behind the mic at the station, twenty four seven, um, because you would get what was called because back then you didn't have the technology that we have now, uh, plain and simple, um, back then we would we would get fined if we had dead air. Um, so at the radio station, if we had dead air for more than five minutes, the station manager got a call, um, Allison Dame, who was the, um, the daughter of Mr. Dame who owned the radio station. Um, Ron White was our station manager. Brian Cleary was our production manager. Um, they would all get phone calls and it was, why do we have dead air on radio? Yeah. Um, now now with radio stations i know most of them um there's only somebody live in a radio station from i think around 5 30 a.m till around 6 30 p.m or 7 p.m from 7 p.m till 5 a.m there's nobody there yeah um and on the weekends there's nobody there it's all pre-recorded um they they can all they have to do is record their voice for commercials and a computer program will fill everything else in. Um, like I played music back whenever I was in radio that was still on CDs. You know, there wasn't anything digital. It was, it, it be, it started becoming digital when I got out of radio. Yeah. Um, but it's not like, it's not like it was whenever I was in radio. I know that. Mm. Um, but yeah, any, anything you hear after 7 PM is pre-recorded. Yeah. It's all pre-recorded. And then like Saturday and Sunday, whenever you think that there's somebody in the radio station, there's nobody there. That's all pre-recorded. There's somebody there to press a button. Right. And play it. And it'll play for hours and no one has to be there. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of instances now where they can be at home in a in their own like a home studio. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And um and record everything right there. So yeah. I know during COVID, um Lily from uh, JoJo in the morning, um, she was she was at home because she was pregnant, um, but she recorded everything from home. JoJo, who contracted COVID, um, has a studio and had a studio in his house, probably still does. Yeah, um, and he recorded from home. So like back in whenever I was in radio, there was no recording it from home. You had to be in the station. So. So what's so, uh, yeah. who's up? Uh, I have number seven. Number seven. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows the artist, the song. You know, no matter what age you are, it is Vanilla Ice, <laughs> Ice Ice Baby. It is one of the more recognizable. Uh, it absolutely is. It sounds a lot like Under Pressure, although according to him, it's not. <laughs> if you watch the video of how he explains it, he goes, no, 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 no. Under Pressure goes, dun, 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 da, da, dun, 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 dun. My song goes, dun, 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 da, da, dun, 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 dun. You little bastard, you just sped up your song a little bit. He put literally, they found... He literally put one baseline beat, one beat in between the two runs that made it different to where he couldn't be sued. Yeah. What? <laughs> I mean, so it paid off for him. <laughs> and he didn't have to pay royalties. 
Right. He paid zero royalties for yeah. it, even though it sounds just like it. He changed one note, and that was enough back then. Oh, if that was in today's world, he'd be paying royalties out the ass. Yeah. I mean, oh, he'd yeah. pay money out the ass. But because he changed one note, it's not the same, and he got away with it. Yeah, I like I remember I remember that uh, that interview and I was just sitting there laughing to myself. I'm like, buddy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Come on. Like, like you ripped this off, dude. Like you 100 percent It's not like you sat in your house and went, Hey guys, I just thought of a great just baseline for this. <laughs> Here, listen to this. You know, yeah. have you have you watched um uh Zombieland 2? Not obvious, not yet, which is disappointing because I love the first one. So I don't know why it's taking me so, so long. So there's a part where there's this guy playing a song and he's playing a John Lennon song. Yeah. And uh or no, he's playing Freebird. Like he starts singing, he's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, listen to this song that I that I came up with. And he starts playing it. It's like anybody knows what Freebird is, uh-huh. dickhead. You yeah. Know? <laughs> um <laughs> So yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that. You're like, oh, hey, Von Von Winkle, we we know, okay, yeah. You know? <laughs> so, um, we actually skipped my number eight, but it it's not super exciting. So. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so the number eight that what I have is lately by a, a band or a group, like a girl group known as Divine. Um, I've heard of them. Yeah, I mean, I remember the song after I, I had to listen to it for a second, and when we were talking just a couple of seconds ago, I was listening to the like the thing, and I I recognize it, but it was like right in that time when there were a ton of those girl groups. They were like SW3, and um, you know, at that point in time, I think um, what was the 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 group that Beyonce was in? Destiny Child. Destiny Child. Wow, wow I can't remember. <laughs> Destiny Child. You know, TLC. Wow, Timmy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> old age. Um, <laughs> but like there were just so many uh at that point in time. And you know, um they are not on my list. Yeah. But I bar- I barely remember the group. Uh, they only stay together yeah. till to the year two thousand and they started in uh like ninety eight or something, ninety seven, ninety eight. Oh wow. <laughs> and then they disbanded wow. because you know <laughs> So who do you um, have at number seven? So number seven, um, this was a song that I think for me, it made it big because of um, America's Got, or not America's Got Talent. Um, crap. Uh, American Idol. American Idol? Yeah. Um, it's Bad Day by Daniel Pattern. And they played this song on one of the episodes. And I think at that point it took off. But, you know, I had a bad day. You know, Um He's from Canada as well. Became the first Canadian to top the U.S. charge since Nickelback. And they did that four years earlier. <laughs> Everybody should get their Nickelback. Um, he is not on my list. Yeah. He was named the top one-hit wonder by Billboard from the years 2000 to 2007. How about that? Good job, Daniel Powell. 2000 to 2007? Guess your day wasn't that bad, nope, buddy. Nope, my... <laughs> <laughs> nah, my next my next one tops that one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got? So number six for me is from the year 2000. It is Baja Men Who Let the Dogs Out. <laughs> Definitely a memorable song. One of the another one of those yeah. that gets stuck in your head. Or yep. Yep. the ultimate dad joke when you're going to let the dog out. I'm about to yep. finally answer the age old question of who let the dog out. And it's me. <laughs> me, 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 me. Right. <laughs> oh man, I de- I definitely remember that song though. It was one of those. Just, oh yeah, it was so annoying, but it, you just couldn't stop. Oh my god, yeah. Shirts and hats and signs and stickers yeah. and yeah, it was fun. It was a fun song. I mean, it was a fun song. Yeah, yeah. Kids loved it. You know who? I thought it was older than that though. What is the what is the meaning of the song? Like, are they literally talking about dogs? I don't think so. I don't. Think, I think there's a hidden hidden agenda there. There's a hidden agenda there. Yeah, there's a hidden agenda Let's there. Let's see what it is. Who let? Yeah. What does "Who let the dogs out" mean? The dogs out. I can't type. 
meaning. There we go. Perfect. Who let the dogs out? Meaning uh, is a song by the the Bahamen or by by, by a Bohemian group Bahamen <laughs> uh, released in the two thousands. A song has two possible meanings. One is that it's a critical moment on the top or on the people who are un, undesirable and uncouth and compares them to dogs. So let's go with the number two reason. Why did all the ugly people come <laughs> out and say, yeah, essentially uh, the other is that the slang term means the boys are in the club who let the dogs out. There we go. <laughs> so either there was a ton of ugly people out or there's a bunch of dudes well, just in the club looking to get lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be 50 cent though? You have well, I mean, you know, that's in the club, <laughs> you know, anyway, right? Um, my number five and four, we already went over. Okay, uh, that is Tony Basil with Mickey and Right Said Fred with I'm Too Sexy. Okay, um, my number six is one that most likely would also not make your list, but uh, it is Terror Squad Lean Back. Yeah. Nope. Now, it's on here. Is it really? So yep. Terror Squad was Big Pun and Fat Joe, which were two very large men. Um <laughs> there were two Latino rappers from the Bronx. Most of you guys probably know who, who that is, but when this song came back, it oh, was no, like it was such an easy dance movie, just lean back lean back, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do remember it was a good song. I liked it. I I enjoy it. I think it's on yeah, one of my yeah. my my playlists that I have somewhere. All right. So you said your number. So you want me to go to my number five? Number five. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So this is another one of those like. <laughs> it's one of those that still is around. He's probably still making money off of it. Um. But the the band itself was plain plain white tees. Hey there, Delilah. And you know you've probably heard it in commercials and you know. Um, mm-hmm. There's a really sweet um, TikTok or, or video going around right now that uh, there was a girl that is a cancer patient and it's a little girl and she loves the song and he actually like FaceTimes her and like is saying that he's going to sing the song and oh. he's like, oh, wait a second. And then he actually comes into the, the room and he sings the song to her and it's 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 very oh, touching. Cool. It's, yeah, I love it when people it's do cool, that so. kind of stuff because that's, um you know. Uh, that's using your the right thing to your do. fame, yeah, for good purposes. So, um, yeah. I love this song. Uh, <laughs> at the time that this came out, I was dating a girl named Jenny, and I I changed the lyric to Jenny because she lived further away from me at that point in time. But, uh, uh yeah, obviously that didn't work out. So, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I'm in a good spot. <laughs> <laughs> So many things I can say. <laughs> Hold it, Jude. Don't <laughs> I'm having a stroke. <laughs> so here's the funny part about this song. So Tom Higginson is the the lead singer. Um, if you remember, he was he had a huge nose. That poor guy had a big nose. Right. Um, yeah. And it was named actually after a girl he was trying to woo, uh, and he failed. <laughs> but poor guy. Then. You know, he becomes a one-hit wonder, basically. Because I, I mean, I, I think there was another plain white tea song that came out, and I don't think it was as good, but I think I did like it, but it wasn't as good. So, I was, was going to say, I thought they had another song that was pretty popular. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see if I can find it. Plain white teas, and I believe it would be. I love this. I love Google sometimes because it just shows me a bunch of actual plain white t-shirts. Um, I wasn't being literal, Google. Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, plain white tea song. Oh, yeah. Uh, one, two, three, four. Mm. It, trust me. If you hear it, if you heard it, you'd know it. Um, I would hear it. If I hear it, I would yeah, know yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But that was like the, it was off the same album. Um, and then that was pretty much it that, uh, well, actually it says the songs one, two, three, four and rhythm of love, which I don't remember that song. Um, were also certified platinum in 2009 and 2011. How about that? Huh. Alrighty. Yeah. I mean that, so that was Alrighty. later because 2007 is when, Hey there, Delilah came out, but, uh, yeah. 
And there you have it, Beards and Bros fans, part one of Getting Lucky, the one-hit wonders of it all. <laughs> all right, so, um, you know, we covered the what we think was the top 20 from two pretty decent lists. Um, one coming from, <clears throat> excuse me, VH1, and another one coming from USA Today. Very different list, if I might add, because I think the USA Today was a little more like... Let's talk about how long they were on the top 40 charts where the VH1 one was more of like just, I think, most recognizable kind of stuff. Um, and it was actually much larger. The USA Today was only 20 where the uh, the other was about 100 or so. So, um, you know, we had to pick and choose from some. And, and some of the ones that were on the USA Today one were on that list. And then they kind of got newer as it went where it seemed like the VH1 list stayed a little bit more um, old school, we'll call it for now. So, uh, But yeah, we, we enjoyed this episode. We had a lot of fun doing it. Please remember to share the podcast with your friends, put it on your social media, text somebody, send some white doves, whatever it is you do to contact others. That works too. Hot air balloons seem to be a thing. You could do that. Uh, you know, anything, whatever you need to do. If you want to fly a plane for us with a banner on the beach, it's that time of the year, please feel free to do so. We appreciate your contribution to the show. So um, just remember that we're looking to get it out there. Like, you can tell people to listen to us on Spotify. You can listen to us on uh, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, uh, Amazon Music, and pretty much a lot of the places, Google Podcast, the places that you get your podcast from. So um, we're still out there. This is our third season. We're still having a good time doing it. Uh, and don't forget that I mentioned on here that I am actually on a podcast with a friend of ours, a friend of the show, uh, Zach Huey, and the Attic Talks podcast. We talk the NFL. So if you're a sports fan, if you're looking to hear a little bit of chatter about the NF or the NFC, I don't even know what division we're in, the AFC North, um, and then plus all, all of the NFL, we do some predictions about what the what the Super Bowl might look like um, obviously very early and you never know what might happen as far as injuries go or contracts and um, there's still some things that need to be worked out before training camp comes but we're, we're, we're close we're close before we know it we'll be listening to uh, you know how our guys are doing out there in the heat and getting ready for the season so um, you know take a listen to that again it's the Attic Talks podcast and uh, as far as I know right at the moment you can find it on Spotify um, I assume probably also Apple Podcasts, but definitely Spotify. So uh, take a listen and uh, let us know Hank, what you think. But um, again, thank you for listening. On behalf of Jude, Joe, even though he was MIA, <laughs> poor Joe, uh, poor Joe at the at the recital. Uh, <laughs> but on behalf of those two fellows and myself, Tim, uh, have yourself a great week, a great weekend. 